everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is episode 8. <laughs> I'm I'm Jade, the, the, the smart one who is surprised at episode 8. <laughs> and I'm Art, the cute one, who is also surprised we've made it this far, frankly. Oh, that's not what I meant, but yes. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So, our surprise aside, um, if you're still listening to this, thank you. <laughs> um, and if this is your first episode... Uh, thanks, anyway. Also, maybe go back and listen to the other episodes, but, uh, but, but thank you, anyway. Um, and if you decide that you like us, um, or if you have already liked us for a while, um, and you want to keep up with us outside of the show, we do an after show live on Instagram at 8pm ET. Go home. Uh, every, uh, Friday, um... Uh, we usually just use it as a space to talk about the show or to talk about our lives and just to flirt with each other and chat with the chat. So uh, we would love to see you guys there. Um, otherwise, our website is... Not gay enough, but it is breadnet.xyz slash podcast. <clears throat> and f- for Jade's sake, I'm not going to make her spell it this time. Um, instead, we're just going to segue to the episode topic. Um... Which is the cloud, everyone's favorite nondescript thing that does things they like. Basically, um, this topic literally exists because Jade got sick of me referring to everything as the cloud, um, and also because I I literally I think once said the sentence, I don't know what the cloud is and I don't know how it works. I just know that it does, and that scares me. So I feel like everything scares you, but very well. <laughs> Well, it's just, it's just, it's just, I feel like one of the things you sort of driven home in this podcast is that, like, you shouldn't blindly trust things. Um, and I think something that people do tend to blindly trust is the cloud. So we should unpack that. And in the spirit of unpacking that, I will ask what I know is a very dumb question that is going to get me uh, roasted for about 20 minutes. Yeah, you guys, did you guys like the previous episodes where I was, I was kind of smart? No, that's gone now. I'm back to being just the cute one. Um, Jade, what is the cloud? Well, you see, clouds are this thing that are formed from condensed water vapor. Um, oh. What is the cloud in the internet sense? Ah, all right, very you well. Jerk. I am not a jerk, but okay. I love um, you. Mm-hmm, love you. So, the cloud. Um, technically, what cloud stands for is just a shortened version of cloud computing. Um, and all cloud computing is, when you have resources not local to your business or yourself or whatever it is um, that you can access. So, say... Um, a, a website that you can store files on, a la Google Drive, Dropbox, all those things. That is probably what you think of when I say the word cloud, and that is an example of, of I suppose, um, cloud storage. Um, all, the, all that cloud means are servers that you do not physically control, um, and it can still access the resources of. And sometimes, um, to a degree, where just those things are abstracted in a way, um, mm-hmm. So another way to think of the cloud is um, we've talked about it before, Amazon Web Services or Google or Google's Google Cloud Services. Um, same thing. You, they give you a, a box that's basically just, hi, here is um, a thing that makes a database for you. Work with it. You don't have to worry about how it works at all. That's all. 
Yeah, that makes sense. That explains why I don't know how it works. I just know that it does. That, 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 that completely explains that. So the question becomes, as it often is on this show, what's the problem with that? Uh, so first, let me ask you this. I've given you an explanation of what the cloud is, but before I gave you that, um, what did you think it was? Some magic online thing that just sort of stored all my stuff. Mm. I, too, enjoy magical solutions. Sadly, this is not one of them. Um, so, no. Um, the issue with looking at things like their magic and just kind of work, at some point, you're just going to chuck things on it and not worry about any setup. So in the case of businesses, um, businesses that have used the cloud um, just to have their data leaked, uh, one of those includes Verizon. Uh, one of the issues was they worked with a, a third-party resource to, to deal with some of their data. Um, that third party put the information on um, an Amazon Web Services like cloud server. Um, okay. But they didn't set it up properly. They didn't set up um, the firewall aspect of it correctly. So it was kind of just a big, hey, all you could eat data buffet. I'm assuming there was a... Um, so I'm assuming it got compromised. Yes, it, it got compromised. Um, um, I believe it was 7 million people's data was leaked through that. Data in this case being... Yeah, the data in this case being um, their names, addresses, account details, that. Oh, that's not good. No, I always hate when people's addresses get leaked. Um, and that was a result of just like the 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 third party being lazy. Yes, it was it was purely user error, um, and it, it's thinking that using a cloud service just magically insulates you from problems. Because in this case, um, because cloud just because cloud computing is so vague a term, in this case, the cloud server they were using it was more akin to a, a VPS, a virtual private server, um, mm -hmm. which is just basically uh, I've explained it before, but I'll explain it again very quickly. It's basically just a virtual computer. Um, and some random remote data center that you can interact with as if it were your own. You have nearly full control over it, um, getting a terminal to do things, install applications, do all that from scratch. Um, they just did not set it up properly, and that was the problem. Um, and they're, they're, they were not the only ones to have this issue. Um, the, there was a, an article in 2019, oh, last year, there's an article in 2019 in the Wall Street Journal um, that very much pointed out that human error is often the problem in cloud data breaches, just because people don't secure their things properly. Um, Which is terrifying because it's like, it, it is, it is, it is, it's one thing to consider companies as being actively malicious, like we've pointed out that they are several times on the show, but like, it's another thing to just be like, oh yeah, somebody made a whoopsie and now 7 million people's, 7 million people have been doxxed, basically. Yeah, and and just to just make a quick just make a quick point of that one. I love how Verizon in this case said only seven million people's data was leaked. Like, oh, only seven million. All right. That's not an only. Like, like you don't. Frankly, you don't want to be using something where like even like one person's data is leaked, really. And you you're gonna talk to me about seven million like it's nothing. And to be fair, seven million is nothing in the in the grand scheme of things. When, for example, Capital One, the bank. Um, mm -hmm. In July of 2019, 100 million customers' data was leaked, also using uh, Amazon Web Services as a backend. Hey, what the hell? Yeah, people just don't care enough. Well, I guess that's what the show is for, right? Mm-hmm. But that brings me to sort of the terrifying realization that, like, if that's, like, 
businesses just chucking stuff onto the cloud and not really thinking about what they're chucking onto the cloud or not, not thinking about like how the servers are set up and whether or not they're properly set up. Um, now I'm thinking about iCloud because I'm subscribed to iCloud, which means my phone just kind of automatically chucks every picture I take onto the cloud. Um, back in 2014, um, for those of you that may remember, uh, there was a bit of an iCloud leak for a whole lot of celebrities. They had their, uh, let's say, private photos leaked uh, to the general public in an event that was colloquial known as the Fappening. Um, this... they, they did not actually call it that. Did oh my god, that? they did! Oh, okay. That's I... awful. <laughs> Damn, I was in the middle of that shit. I remember that, like, so, so strongly. I remember, I remember, Oh, like, no, I mean, I remember it happening, but the problem is that I also feel like I remember it, I remember it happening more than once. It did. It did. It happened, like, three times in a row. There were, like, three parts to it. Yikes. Yeah, you had the fappening, back to the fappening, and then fappening to the future. Um, <laughs> so, so, funny name aside. Um, well, funny name aside, it's, like, a horrible thing that happened. Yes. Um, and it happened because iCloud's, like, password reset feature was kind of weak at the time. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. So, hackers literally just kind of brute-forced um, the passwords with no repercussions. Like, normally, when you try passwords a whole bunch of times on a website and you get it wrong... It locks it, you out. Yeah. It usually locks yeah. you out or locks the account or something. Um, yeah. Not so much. There was some weird, funky little problem with, like, the Find My Phone feature of iCloud, which then let them brute-force their user passwords, and then, of course, they were able to get to that user data. In this case, um, private photos on iCloud. Um, and that's that's generally the problem whenever you're storing things on a service you don't control, is you don't know how safe it is. Um, not that you, you shouldn't use online services, um, provided you trust them. Um, for example, Dropbox did have a, um, like a password leak, similar to things you would see on I Have Been Pwned. Um, their response was to reset the password of everyone who was affected, um, send out emails yeah. warning you it happened, um, and and that was good enough. And even the passwords that were leaked were, like, encrypted properly. They were they were, they were were hashed already through uh, half through bcrypt, which is, like, a really hard-to-reverse-engineer kind of kind of hashing, and then sh81, which is a little weaker. Um, but by the time... And if you want to hear more about passwords and encryption, please watch our episode on that. Oh, yes. You are correct. Because we did talk about both of these things. And I, this is this is why we always say, like, watch our previous episodes, because everything sort of builds together nicely, if you do. <laughs> Eventually, our episodes will be five minutes long, because we'll, because we'll, be, we'll be saying five words and then say, go back. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, they were probably encrypted, so um, it was less likely that people could get it in the first place. And because they reset those passwords, it doesn't matter if they figured them out. Because it'd be, they'd be useless. Right. And, like, another good thing Dropbox has done, and um, not to plug Dropbox so strongly, but I feel like they've done a really good job over the years. We did not mention this in our government overreach episode, which you should listen to. Um, but, see, I'm doing it too. Now we're stuck on this. We're like, listen to this, 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 and this. <laughs> Self-promotion is important. I know, we can't just do it. The problem is, it's like, it's like, it's like. This is our version of LTTStore.com. It's fine. <laughs> Same joke. Uh. In sync. Iconic. <laughs> Speaking of that, Mr. Linus Tech Tips, if you're listening to this, we want you on our show very badly. Or Riley, or Colton, or James Shreve. He's great. Um, or James, yeah. You know, um, but yes. Um, 
one of the things that we didn't get to mention was um, for the United States, the NSA's program um, called PRISM, which is kind of their their tech surveillance program to get um, kind of a read everywhere they could. They wanted Dropbox to be part of their uh, their like informer network sort of dealy. Um, so what like Dropbox would have to is it one of those things where like Dropbox would have to like upon request hand over information? Well, legally, all companies kind of have to do that in the U.S., so not quite. Yikes. Yeah. It's more that um, the NSA would have... I've, I've said backdoor before. The, the NSA would have had a backdoor to easily access the information themselves without the request. Um, oh, got it. So, like, direct access as opposed to, like, having to fight with Dropbox to get it. Yes, and Dropbox but said Dropbox no. Said no. Yes, indeed. Um, they said no. Good on them. Yeah, to the point that even the EFF praised them, so I'm praising them. Um, yeah, uh, for the, the EFF being the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Uh, a gotcha. yes, they 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 champion uh, user rights and privacy, and even they praised Dropbox. Now I'm going to do it. Uh, and this is all not to say you shouldn't use these online services uh, if you don't have any other options. Um, as we mentioned previously, you could encrypt your data before you were to upload it to these cloud services, um, which would insulate you from any leaks because would, you wouldn't really lose anything from there. Uh, yes, because if anything leaked, uh, the people who got it, their hands on it, wouldn't be able to decipher it. Mm-hmm. But in case you uh, are extremely paranoid, like me, um, you can always set up your own little cloud service um, in the sense that you can make something that syncs your files to an online um resource and bring them back to other computers and such. If you want to do that, there are these lovely projects. One of them is called Nextcloud. It's the one um, I use. Um, it is both a file syncing solution as well as like including a calendar, uh, contacts, um, online document editing, kind of like Google Docs. Another one is Pydeo, which is a little simpler. It only does the file syncing thing. Another one is Cfile. Um, I'm not going to go in depth on how to set these up since it's a bit involved not very um but i will link all of these resources in our website description as always yeah so if you do want to check it out um and look into it and maybe do it yourself which is actually something i'm considering doing um you can just go onto our website and all that information will be there for you and you don't even need to buy a big fancy computer for it you can do this on a raspberry pi uh, which is very cheap um all right how much is a raspberry pi um, it depends on how much RAM you have, but, like, even the more ex- the most expensive one is going to be less, like, a- around or less than $100. Yeah, so, you know, fairly accessible. Not, definitely not the price of, like, a computer, so, yeah. Well, you could buy a computer for $100, I'm just not sure what it would be made of. <laughs> I think Linus might have a video on that. Oh, oh yes, he's made a lot of lovely, uh, hilariously low-end, pure-budget PCs. Um, so that's all the time we have for you guys today. Uh, this was a bit of a shorter episode, a little more to the point. Um, but I think, like, especially with things like the iCloud leaks, like, that's stuff that people know about. Um, and it's really just more about, like, if we are living in a world where, like, this form of data storage is so prevalent, like, hey, maybe we should know what it is. Um... Because I certainly... How it works. And how it works, yeah. Because I certainly really didn't before this episode. Um, so this has been very educational for me. Um, 
if you do want to keep up with my adventures in attempting to set up uh, set up my own cloud server and also in general with my adventures of trying to do the stuff that we advertise doing on this podcast while Jade stares at me disapprovingly for the fact that I haven't done it already um, you can you can follow us on our Instagram at TechFouds Podcast uh, we do our live show um, which is sort of like an after show to this show uh, at 8pm ET every Friday um, and uh, we would love to see you guys there Otherwise, um, you can check out our website, which is... Uh, which is breadnet.xyz slash podcast. Which you can also find in our Instagram description. If you're listening to this through Apple Podcasts, there'll be a quick link. To the, the episode, episode page, page on, on the website. website. Yeah. We actually are reaching the end of the privacy arc at this point, um, but we have a couple more episodes left in store for you, and next week's will actually be about uh, social media, which I'm sure is something that everyone uses and that people might have a lot of opinions about. So, see you guys then. Bye. Bye-bye.